Residents of Hansflei and Buffalo Bay near Neisner are being evacuated due to flare-ups in the area. The N2 highway between Sedgefield and Buffalo Bay was closed for a while this morning, but motorists are now being allowed through. Tanya Krauser reports. It's the fourth day of the devastating fires in the Neisner area. Most of the fires were brought under control yesterday, but strong winds overnight has resulted in flare-ups. Thousands of people are still left destitute and being accommodated at local community halls, schools and churches. There is no clear way forward at this point until all fires in the area have been extinguished. Tanya Krause, SABC News, Naisna. At the same time, Human Settlements Minister Lindiwe Sisulu has extended condolences to those who lost their loved ones in the devastating Neisner fires and the storm in Cape Town. At least nine people have been confirmed dead in the Western Cape. Earlier in the week, four people died when a house caught a light in Paul in the Boerland. Another person died after a shack collapsed on him during the storm in Lavender Hill. In Neisner, four people are known to have died and thousands evacuated after raging fires gutted large parts of the garden route, including houses and schools. A fifth person, a firefighter, died in the blaze. In a statement, Susulu says government departments and provinces should work together to address the disaster. Ratings agency Moody's has downgraded South Africa's credit rating but kept it at investment grade with a negative outlook. It cited the March abrupt cabinet reshuffle and reduced growth prospects for an economy mired by recession. South Africa has already been downgraded to junk status by Standard & Poor's and Fitch after President Jacob Zuma fired Pravin Gordon from the finance ministry. National Treasury said the announcement was reigniting investor confidence and its urgent priority and that policy transparency and continuity remain on top of the government's agenda. Former COO Claudi Mutswaneng has denied bringing the public broadcaster into disrepute, arguing that he merely repeated the same statements made by his employer. Mutswaneng accused Parliament's ad hoc committee that was probing the affairs of the SABC of bias, saying it did not give him an opportunity to present his side of the story. Mutswaneng made representations in his disciplinary hearing in Santon, north of Johannesburg, yesterday. He faces charges of gross misconduct related to statements he made at the media briefing in April. His lawyer, advocate Andy Bester, quoted parts of the SABC's written submissions to the ad hoc committee to illustrate his point. The SABC's observation is that the ad hoc committee displayed a specific bias and did not take any reasonable steps to ensure that it received balanced information during the inquiry, as the majority of the witnesses who testified were mainly disgruntled ex-SABC employees and board members and civil society groups who have always viewed the SABC in a negative light. However, SABC lawyers say Mutsuaneng made disparaging remarks about board member Krishnaidu, accusing him of lying. Tembeka Tobo says there's also no basis for allegations that the ad hoc committee had contributed to the public broadcaster's financial troubles. The ad hoc committee is accused of politicking, pursuing a political agenda, of not following up on allegations that are made that people who lie before the ad hoc committee are going to be taken to task. And then it is accused of singling out Mr. Mutsuenang. This statement that this is now a Saudi ad hoc committee, it's belittling of the ad hoc committee. For Good Hope FM News, I'm Vicky McCallum.